Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it is. And then I say, girl, are you <laughs> lurking water on overpass? Because B-Bombsite is exposed and you can get right. Welcome in to the DNVR <laughs> Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. AJ, Rudo, Blaze coming to you live as the Avs do play a get right game against the San Jose Sharks. Dominant fashion, 6-0 on the scoreboard. San Jose gets just 13 shots in the hockey game. Is this what it's like to be on the other side of a Sega Baba? Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> Great the abs, the abs, the, the, the two that I can think of off the top of my head were they, they were the rested team playing the tired team. They beat the Stars 4-1 at home. That was the Nashville game that got canceled. That turned it, it turned the game, gave them the schedule advantage, yeah. and then tonight, no doubt they've had others, but this is the, those are the two I can think of off the top of my head. Um, two easy wins, two and, easy and wins. Boy, this one was uh, from the start. Could not sleepwalker win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do we have our do we have our blaze king of the king of the game graphic? Yeah, let's put, let's put those bets up. That was a real hard one. <laughs> yeah, uh, worked out pretty well for him. Oh yeah, look at that one. I docked points for not having them in order, though. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is an order, just not the correct order. I'm in a shape. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, does that, does that graphic not sum up this game, though? The Avs' best players came out and just said, okay, we're, we're going to win this hockey well, that, game. That just shows it's the get-right game. Like, we talked about it in the pregame, right? Like, your big guns have to kind of lead the way. We talked about it after the last game's, like, losing in the OT. Mm-hmm. Big dogs got to show the way for everybody yeah. else. And they did. Well, those guys, those guys are your superstar guys. One of them is about to become the highest paid player in the NHL. The other two make over over nine million dollars already. Like these are these are guys that are superstar caliber players that have to lead the way for you. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not. Uh, everybody talks, you know, everybody loves to talk about oh Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl can't do all of it, but like <laughs> look what they do for that mm-hmm. organization. How many wins? How many wins those guys do? churn out because they're special and Colorado it's the same thing right. I mean, with McKinnon and Ranton and McCarr but when they don't do it like the team doesn't win in very many hockey games imagine that <laughs> kind of funny how that so, works so yeah <laughs> it was definitely a it was definitely a, a you know much needed dose of reality for them hey it was a good reminder that you guys are actually pretty good yep. you take advantage of a bad team in a compromised situation this is exactly how you should treat them. Yep. It was never close. Uh, 
the abs i believe had multiple goals before the sharks had a shot i yeah i think uh-huh. it was i think they had two. zero shots when it was two nothing yeah. yeah um you're you're talking it was just never a competitive atmosphere in there it was like maybe the sharks almost two on one a minute in is as close as the game ever was. They had one pseudo breakaway that JJ took a penalty on. Like that's as close as they came to scoring a goal, not yeah, being in the game. Yeah. I, uh, we chat. I'm gonna trust you that you're gonna get us to 100 likes, but we need to take these before they actually melt up here. Yeah, it's true. Boil. They start again. boiling. Yeah, for real. So winner shots, Dr. Cheers. Dubs in the building. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Um, I don't know what these taste like. We're about to find out. Mm-hmm. <coughs> not terrible. Yeah, that's all right. There's not very much aftertaste to it. Yeah, it goes quick. Uh, anyway. Still not as good as the original. Yeah. Agree. I'm also just very accustomed to just doing shots of that. Yeah, yeah same. Anyway, getting into the game itself, uh, I guess we'll do a 60-second rundown. 10 seconds for every goal. I don't need that much. Uh, the Avs completely dominated the entire game. We already mentioned it. San Jose got two shots on goal total in the first period. The Avs scored more goals than shots for San Jose in the first. It The order goes... Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, all three of them getting it done. All three of them going glove side on Kakinen. There's a little bit of a theme there, to say the least. Yeah. You roll into the second period. The Avs just keep throwing pucks into the net. The Avs do have six different goal scores. You had your first three. You also get Val Nachushkin involved. You get Arturi, I guess Dennis Mulgan was fifth, and then Arturi Lekkinen was sixth. Uh, it, it, genuinely, I say it's a get-right game. And I mean it. The Avs were able to kind of do whatever they wanted out there. And you saw it throughout the lineup. The confidence just sky's the limit on this team right now as the final two seconds tick off. Ding. <laughs> uh, I think that there's maybe no better example of that than what we saw out of Evan Rodriguez tonight, mm-hmm. who does not score a goal. Um, I don't know if he registers an assist. I don't think I don't so. think he did. I'd have to but check. But you watch that game. Dude's much, jumping into much, everything. Much yeah. more of the Evan Rodriguez that we had become yeah. accustomed to seeing. Um, a much more positive kind of effort from him. And really, you know, we had talked about, look, that Dallas game is salvageable if the goal that Rodriguez scores gets him going again. Yep. This is now a couple of games for him to build on. So he had some great chances tonight too. He did, and they were chances created by uh, of his own volition. It yep, wasn't no. like he skated in a straight line no. and three guys did awesome things, and then he, you know, he put uh, his head down and went to the yeah, net. Exactly, on a like of those, he yeah. he worked hard and and tried to create for himself, and it was very encouraging to see the just the way that he played the game, and and goes to show you that that. You know, we talk about confidence as a feedback loop. Yep. When when it's bad, uh, it's really easy to get down on yourself. But when it's good, it just feeds and it starts to build and it builds into guys being impact players. Because um, we saw other guys that, that didn't produce a whole lot uh, on the score sheet tonight, but Alex Newhook, Lars Eller, really solid games. Yep. So I, I like the effort that you saw. 
Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I like the effort that you saw from everybody, even when they were up, like they were working a lot on like, you know, just making sure that they're doing the job that they're supposed to be doing in a game like this. And that's something that, you know, usually when you get up by a few goals, you you tend to like not forecheck very hard. Uh, You you saw some hard play by, you know, some of the depth players. I think maybe the play that sums it up best is the third goal from Colorado in finally seeing Nico Rantanen turn a little bit of that hotness into a, a quality play. He gets cross-checked in the numbers, goes into the boards awkwardly. Puck comes back around. He gets in on the two and one and he finishes the play. Now he yeah, still San was a little Jose. chippy with the refs about it. San Jose but- gets a scoring chance on a, a shorthanded scoring chance. It turns into a two-on-one with yep. Gerard and Miko. Miko doesn't even see yeah. Sam Gerard once he gets. Miko the puck, got that puck like, and it was yeah. laser vision. Yeah, he was like, "I am good and pissed off, and I am about to blow this thing past this goalie." And that's exactly what he did. Well, and that's the right way to channel it, right? Instead of yelling at the refs, you're never going to change a ref's mind. Well, and but going nice out there, did both this yep. time. Yeah, he got the two. Well, both. It's, it's true. It's fine. But you like to see the channel towards uh, taking that anger and putting it on the ice. Yeah. Not at the refs. What? What? He whined after yeah. the fact. Uh, he was pretty. I, I thought he was going to go he, take a penalty. He did sit there a couple extra seconds. <laughs> yeah. I, but. Well, and I mean, it looked like it hurt, dude. It oh, definitely well. did. Yeah. When he got up, he looked like he had a back injury. The way that he was like, yeah. ooh. I mean, that doesn't feel good. Like no. right before the boards, there. It's well, brutal. like you get you get cross checked there. Yeah. Initially, that doesn't feel good. Yep. And then you go hard into the boards and you crumple up. You know, you fold like an accordion. Your body's just not supposed to do that. <laughs> and then he gets up and he's kind of stiff and he comes back down and it was like, okay. So ended up great. And, uh, you know, he scored that goal and we were like, all right, this is game over. Yeah. Well, and, and that's uh, what you wanted out of this game. It wasn't just, oh, hey, let's, let's go out and watch the Evs dunk on a team on a Sega Baba. It's, hey, they go out and get three in the first they put this game away early enough that it, the last two periods of this game were mostly a cruise around. You don't got to burn any extra energy. You give yourself an easy one. Yeah, well, and, you know, I kept referencing that Ducks loss where at one point they're up 30 to 10 in shots on goal, and they were up, what, 3 nothing, 3-1? And you're like, dude, they are cruising in this game. And they lose that hockey game. Yep. yep. And what you didn't see in this was... There was no like there. There might have been an emotional letdown of some level, but it, there was no major push from San Jose. Yep, they put them down early enough. They got the goals. They you know they you get to four nothing, five nothing. The NHL teams like okay, yeah, that nuke goal on the, the yeah, second really it, just kind of capped it off. And like really, you have a you have an exhausted team that stole the win last night in Winnipeg and was like. Yeah. Maybe at the start of the game, they got a little, you know, they were getting a little frisky about, oh, hey, we're going to do this again. Like, we're going to get outshot by 25, but our guy's <laughs> going to do it, right? Like, Did our not last long. Yeah. None of that. And so I think I think it was pretty human nature tonight. We, you just saw, look, like, we, we talk about how part of what has been so impressive about the abs has been how good they've been on Sega Papas. Yeah. But, like, tonight you just saw, you saw an overmatched mm-hmm. team that couldn't do anything I'm just, couldn't hang. Yep. And the Avs and the Avs treated them appropriate. There was no playing down. There was no messing around. There were no stretches of the game where you were like, guys, what are you doing? They just 
like this is your classic. Oh, it's a great sixty-minute effort, right? Because they were they dominated. They have thirteen yeah. shots on goal. Yeah, I mean, and you got to look at this from the Avs perspective, from the coaching perspective of this is a get-right game. They're coming off. They're on the second half, right? Yep. So take it to them. Get right because you have an, a week at home playing basically games that you should win. So setting the tone early right now against this Sharks team just helps the team kind of forget about those last three games that they have played where they just have been outplayed. And, like, you do... Headed for the Sharks locker room. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Um, Got him. <laughs> he did take a right. <laughs> like, it is easier to put those losses that last week in the rearview mirror and to start looking forward to, like, yeah. this is the kind of game where a team gets excited to play again. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, I mean, that was awesome. That was fun. Let's go and do this again. Yep. And you look at the schedule and you're like, they can. The, the Kings are here. That's a good hockey team. That it's is a good a playoff hockey team. team. Yep. You know, but then you get Arizona, Arizona. Yep. You know, and I understand that Arizona at Mullet Arena is a very different animal than Arizona on the road. You're at home this weekend against those guys. Yep. yep. Like the energy that happened tonight, they need to keep that energy. They need to be eating greedy. Uh, because this is this is where they make their move in the standings. They did all that work. All that, all that winning was to catch them up. Yep. They're caught up. Like They're in the pack. They're in the race. They're right there. They've got the easiest schedule. It's time to go. And this is the first of three against the Sharks. Yep. You know, we had mentioned they've got games against the Ducks and Sharks and Coyotes and Blackhawks. Like, Lots of weaker teams. They've got a the lot of yeah. easy games coming up on the schedule. You can't be – you've given too many away already. You can't be yep. continuing to give those games away. And tonight this was a left no doubt. Yeah. Yep. I mean, this this stretch to the playoffs is a little bit different from last year, right? Like, Avs are getting close to shutting it down last year, playing probably subpar hockey for a lot of people's take like liking. Yeah. This year, it's a little bit different though because you're you're in a different spot right now. Yep. Than yeah. You were a year ago. Yeah. There will not there will not be clinching with ten yep. games to go. There's no. no room for resting yeah, yeah. Well, the and, playoffs and with or anything the injuries like as well you're using as many yeah, of these to games get some chemistry need. yeah you yeah. need this runway to tighten up this tighten up the screws defensively you want to make sure that you know what your pairings are jared bender doesn't want to be t- trying things out at this point in the season he wants to be knowing okay here are my options a b and c yeah. here's what i know is my optimal lineup here's what i know is my uh, is, is what my second lineup is going to be if if I need to make changes here, the, here's my ter, here are my tertiary options here. Yeah, and that's what this time of year needs to be about. With the Avs injuries, they they're working their way into some of that. Yep. Uh, it's not as clear cut. They were, I mean, last year they were so good and so dominant for so long that they had the luxury of the last ten games. They were they, they yep. just kind of dicked around. Well, they yeah. well, and it was look, like let's not get hurt. Last year they had a decision to make. Were they comfortable winning the West, or did they want to chase the President's Trophy? Yeah. They decided they were comfortable winning the West. Uh, they want to chase an all-time top five right. in a regular season. Right. And this year... If they go 8-2 like, and two in that in that final stretch, they have one of the greatest regular seasons ever. of all time. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, assuming the postseason stays the same, you're talking about one of the most impressive wire-to-wire champions and, ever. 
easy to say how we know it turned out now. That sure. boy, it would have been nice <laughs> if they gone after that. Well, obviously, everybody involved will obviously take the cup that is. Yeah. Of course. And, and again, part of the reason why I think we need to stop talking about last year is it's just a completely different situation where this year it's not a conversation of yep. how high do we want to take it. It's a conversation of how high can you get? Can the Avs get back to the top of the Central, let alone the West? And the answer is yes, they absolutely can. We were talking about it off air before the show. The Avs have two games in hand and are five points back of Dallas today. They have a game left against Dallas, too. So it's definitely doable, but this is not a, all the Avs are just going to do it. It's, they have to go out and win the games they need to win. Yeah, so they, they are two games. They have two games in hand on Vegas for top seed in the West, and they're six points back. There's work to do here. Yep. There just is. There's still work to do. This is no like, like their chance of making the postseason is still extremely high. It's like high. 96% or something. It's I saw some it's extremely unhinged high. person talking about that. No, no that person's that. talking about how to win the central percentage. Oh, now. is that All what right. it is? Get oh, it right. that's right. Get it right. That's changed now. That's right. <laughs> We've evolved. Have he's, we? He's whatever the second <laughs> level of Rudo is as a Pokemon. <laughs> God, I don't want to see the final form. Rudo? No, he's... he's Rudope. No, he's, he's Dog right now. And then the third one is Rudope. Yeah. Right now he's Rudog. Uh, entertaining. Yeah. But Ru- also just a Ru- little... Rudope is when they chase the first seed in the West. <laughs> there you go. That's what those videos will be. It's just incomprehensible screaming at that point. <laughs> and then a number flashes really quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But but honestly, it, it's it's a hockey team that understands where they're at and understands mm-hmm. what they have to do through the rest of the the regular season. Are they gonna go out and do it? You just have to wait and see. Yeah. But they again, easiest schedule in the NHL left. Yeah. They certainly have the opportunity to do it. For sure. Yep. If you want to bet on that, you can get yourself over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. Bet $5 on anything, and you can get $200 in free bets. You don't even have to get the bet correct. So get in there, get $200 to play with, and apparently listen to Blaze's bets because he would have made you big dollars on the night. I mean, I wish every night was like this where you have a team coming off the same mama. <laughs> not hard to bet on those ones. Yeah. Not even not even just every night, but just a, every once in a while. Yeah. Seeing that shoe on the other foot sure yeah. is nice. Be like walking yeah. in with a little better confidence. Well, yeah. And and it's it is interesting. I know you kind of mentioned this in the first period, but it shows how impressive how good the abs have been on the second half of these yeah. types of things. Mm-hmm. Because they just they walked in and this was free. Yeah, this was absolutely free for Colorado. It was it was free for the taking and they yeah. took it, dude. The same way you should take the free two hundred dollars from DraftKings. So get over there. They, use, I think they break it into twenty dollars bets. Twenty five dollars. Twenty five. You get bets. eight of them. That's, yeah. It's actually nice because in theory you're like, oh, I'm gonna get a free two hundred dollars bet and I'm gonna make a thousand dollars on this one thing, right? But then and you miss like, that one bet, right? And, and it's <laughs> nice to have like twenty a couple of yeah. a couple of reloads. Yeah. Where you're where you're like, if you hit three or five of them, you've done a great job. Yeah. And you've made all that money back, and you're just like, well, well, sick. You covered your losses. You made money. Yeah. Yep. See, the best way to go uh, must be twenty one or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See the show notes down below for details. Use the DNVR code when you sign up with a new account. The gambling problem? Call one eight hundred. 
522-4700. And of course, it's Void in Ohio. Uh, we're also brought to you by uh, Eric Carlson might, might need to call Bacchus and Shanker after that game. Uh, unjustly hit in the face. Do you think you can mash two with your helmet? Just throwing it <laughs> just, at the phone? Just even a helmet at the phone? That'll be the next Rudo video. <laughs> <laughs> Chucking helmets and then quick cut to it hitting two every time. <laughs> I mean, you I could just cut to me cutting and pushing two for what I had just witnessed. That would be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond the memes, Bacchus and Shanker is actually great at what they do. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients here in Colorado. Uh, I, I actually, Sarah didn't know yet. I, I told Sarah the other night that we were finally f- sponsored by Bacchus and Shanker. And she was like, oh, you guys have finally made it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah. <laughs> Well, we appreciate the sentiment. Take it down a notch. But it does Dude. feel like that. And and look, honestly, Bacchus and Shanker will take care of you. If you are in a situation where you've been injured in a car accident, even if it's a motorcycle, ride share, whatever the situation may be, if you got injured at work because you were watching my videos of unhinged Rudo and you fell yeah. out of your chair or something, not your fault, Bacchus and Shanker, they will hear your case for free. If they think you can win it, they will take your case on for free. You don't pay them anything until you win. So they're taking care of their clients. They make sure you have the opportunity to get what you deserve. They've been doing it for over 25 years. Take care of their clients to the tune of a billion dollars. Yeah, just a couple bucks they've made over the years. Not too shabby. So go check them out. Press two for a while to get them on the phone. Do you think that the lawyers who lose to Bacchus and Shanker push two for a while after they lose? (laughs) I've unjustly. Exactly. (laughs) I don't, I think, I think them losing is the definition of justice, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, You can press two for a while or go to coloradolaw.net to reach Bacchus. The guys that they lose to, their tagline is we push two. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, thanks. It's <laughs> a good double entendre. <laughs> it's quality. Uh, uh, why would they be suing me? Uh, they voluntarily chose to watch damages. my videos. Mental yeah. damages. The emotional damage. Yeah. You can... Emotional damage. You're choosing to watch my videos and it's entirely voluntary, all right? Yeah, I need to watch only Stephen Hay videos after I watch your Twitter feed. (laughs) Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I I don't want this to be lost in the conversation of tonight either. Goal by Valanchushkin. Goal by Arturi Lekkanen. Also a goal by Dennis Mulligan, which, cool. But you watched... (laughs) Cool. You watched five of the Avs' top six forwards put a puck in the net tonight. Every night, all night? It, it, you can't ask for more than that. If you, wanna, if you wanted a game to say, hey, trust in the Avs' top six, this was it, right? You got everything you could ask for. It's really like trust in... I guess it was only four of the top trust six, in, but trust it's fine. in McKinnon and Miko. Yeah. As sure. Long as, as long and as Macar. they continue let's, to let's do that. Macar well, there. I mean, he's a defenseman. Yeah, we'll we'll oh, get okay. to him. Then, we'll get yeah. to him. <laughs> like, yeah, you turn the keys over to those guys. And you trust that. And we talked about in the pregame. 
pretty rare those guys have off nights at the same time. Yeah. So this last week was a little bit of a perfect storm of things you don't see very often. And then you saw Colorado's defense was right back at it, man. I mean, this is dominant. Their most their most dominant effort. Yeah. Uh, team, you know, team defense, but really from the defensemen, they were exceptional tonight. The way that they anytime anytime San Jose even had the puck and they tried to move it in, it was either disrupted regularly at the blue line, has very low carry rate. And then when they dump it in, dude, the retrievals from the yep. outs. It's up and out. Even even Jack Johnson, Curtis McDermott, doesn't matter. Dude, Bo was on his bullshit tonight. Too. Oh, dude, <laughs> Byram, Byram was just back out there, just like okay, well, his transition game and what, the way that he stops the rush, like early in the game when it mattered, yeah, was just perfect. It's, it's that's when he's at his best. Yeah. It here's the magic of when you you he get might into be Colorado's a game like best this. defenseman. It's specifically that. Yeah. I. I don't Might even be. think it's a might. I think uh, he. I mean, yeah. he's definitely top two. Devon Taves is very, very good at he's it. He's fantastic. You're not wrong. Too, yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, pretty good players in the same. <laughs> <drug> <laughs> like, all right. Anyway, but here's and, and the one thing that Jack Johnson does at an extremely high level <laughs> is deny zone entry. Yeah. Uh, you brought us into this room very quickly. We can talk about the very, very small negatives in this game. Uh, Jack Johnson did take two penalties. You don't love it. Not that big of a deal. The only real negative, Curtis McDermott leaves this game with an injury. Not great. Yeah, and I think it was late enough that it was like, we don't need to sure. mess with any of this. Why Why risk anything? Hopefully it's nothing serious. Uh, wanted to throw those out there. It's definitely not something that you're thinking about overly much. Uh, the magic of a game like this abs lowest toi person andrew well okay curtis mcdermott because he got injured but andrew cogliano played 11 48 tonight not a single player on the avalanche played under 10 minutes they all get in there they get what they need they they get total rest i think who even is the top guy okay defense had a bunch of guys over 20 minutes but for the forwards you have Looks like GAT Comfer is your top TOI at 614. Lars Eller played 1610. Uh 1614 for Comfer, sorry. Uh it, it's it's very evenly spread out all the way across of everything. One that gives value to guys like Alex Newhook and Dennis Mulgan, who are on a fourth line that can play all over the place. Two, it allows you to rest legs. We asked, I asked you, Blaze, tinkering before the game. Are you comfortable with it as is if the abs can find these minutes for some of those depth guys? Yeah, I mean, if you can find it for the depth guys right now, especially while we talk about, you know, the Kings is going to be a good opponent, but if you can find that time and the team's playing well like they did tonight, I, I don't see where you would change anything that you're going into the next game with what you saw tonight. Right, like everything that you saw tonight, you just kind of replicate for the next game. How replicable is it against a better opponent? Not on a well, it's not, I mean, definitely not going to be right. You, sure, the, the quality that of opponent of that you're going to, yeah, yeah. You, but you hope for the same effort and the things yeah. that you saw tonight that they just keep working on, just refining what they did here to a team. Again, it's a lesser team. You're. You're not going to play a Kings team 
and see 13 shots through a whole game or yeah. whatever he ended up with. It, you know, they're going to have a lot more chances, and, it, and it's really like, can you punch back? That is... I mean, you will definitely get punch back <laughs> against the Kings. <laughs> yeah. As a team, I mean, they, they erased a 4-2 deficit in Pepsi Center or in Ball Arena already once this year. Yeah. So, like, that is a team that will that will counter you if you let them. And, you know, the Avs obviously played a significant role in losing that game just with poor play, which is where you want to replicate what you did tonight. Just keep it up. Yeah. Just play good quality hockey. You know, the, the habits. You want those to become good habits again. Game in, game out. This is a good habit. This is a good thing for you. Just. Well, and the effort level there, too. Like, you know, no lead is safe this year. Maybe 6-0 is safe. (laughs) But you just see a lot of comebacks, right? Like, teams just don't have that quit in them. So, like, Mm -hmm. if teams are, you know, if your team is taking, if a line's taking a shift off, it could cost you. So flip the script here a little bit on the question I just asked. At what point are you going to consider giving more opportunity to a Dennis Mulgan? If ever. I don't think you would. Okay. I mean, like, what do you mean by more? I've, like, just more I mean, playing this is a guy who has like four or five goals in his last 10 games. Is there a consideration that you move him up to a third line? You put no. him with a little bit more skill? Not at all? No. I think you just let him thrive down there, right? Like, just let him eat while he's eating. I mean, it, it, the thing with, like, third and fourth line players is, like, they're streaky. You're going to get some goals from them, and then it's going to it's gonna disappear. It's not like, I mean, you know what Mulligan is, right? Yeah. He's I, a known commodity. I agree. He's, he's, he's not, like, had... about to pop. You're just hopefully that he's having a, a career year Yeah, and for you. you know, Logan O'Connor had five goals in your first 15 games. Yeah. It was 30 games without it, you know? <laughs> Like you're gonna get you're gonna get a certain level of streakiness with those guys. Where is is Malgin more skilled than your average bear on the fourth line? Yeah, sure, okay, but let him eat. Yeah, yeah. Like you're also your fourth line right now is Matt Nieto, Alex Newhook, and Dennis Malgin. Like you have like a there's plenty of skill there. Yeah, yeah and, for a fourth and line. If Darren Helm gets healthy, let's just assume no landing. But yeah, Darren Helm gets healthy. Whose job does that guy take? Because right now, so, my answer is he doesn't. He become no. that's. I guess that's where I was headed because you know six games ago, Mulligan's probably becoming the scratch there. And that's where that's where if Mulligan has two weak games in a row, if he has a weak game, you can easily replace him with a Darren Helm, and you'll you'll have a lower skill, but you know what you're getting in terms of fitting that role is a lot more natural. It's a lot more comfortable. Of you know you're gonna get a you're gonna get a grinder. You're gonna get a really physical presence. You know, you're going to get the diesel. And that's not, you know, Dennis Mulligan's like an EV. Well, and what a gift for the coaching <laughs> staff, right? Like getting healthy before the playoffs start where you do yeah. have those options to make Absolutely. that choice when like, things aren't going you right. You can tinker with the bottom yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, like you're you're talking about there's going to be a really good healthy scratch for you. It's going to be like a Matt Nieto. All yeah. of a sudden you're in a situation where you have a guy like Alex Newhook scratched on your Team like they did for the playoffs last yeah, year. That's true. That would really frustrate me. I, they, I would be genuinely upset if they scratch Newhook for the yeah. record. I mean, I but. think he would be pretty upset as well. Yeah, and last year you got it against Nashville sure. with Abe yeah. Kubel and the year that he had, where you're like, look, the guy had 11 goals. Like he can give you a little bit of help and whatever. But no, they uh, 
that is a thing that you do feel increasingly comfortable with is that a Matt Nieto, a Dennis Mulgan could end up being a healthy scratch for you come postseason. Yep. Um, and if, you know, when you do inevitably suffer an injury of some kind, a guy like that coming into your lineup would be great. Yeah. You feel a lot better about that than the rotation of Colorado Eagles that's just shifted throughout all season long. <laughs> yeah. You know. You have a little bit of reliability. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the difference between those guys and uh, Martin Cout and you know, yeah. Charles Udon and, you know, those kinds of guys, that uh, all of them, John McFoody, all of them, where I mean, you were just like. Coaches and Jared Bednar specifically talk about it all the time. He just doesn't know what he's going to get on any given yeah. night out of those guys. Yeah, there was such a there was such a variance for the level of play, and that is a thing that has not. Uh, it's not. It's not the same. You know that variance is not the same with Matt Nieto's of the world, where yep. you understand the baseline. You also you understand the upside might be more limited, but you understand that the baseline is effective at the NHL right. level. It might be limited, but effective. You're, you're you're raising the floor more than raising the ceiling with those types of players, right? That's the goal. Um, on that note, if you're trying to uh, raise your ceiling. And by that, I mean get high. Jive Hive is the option for you. You can bring your weed directly to your front door. You don't you even try to raise the roof. I, I was just trying to, I, I was just trying hey, to get high. Elevate. Yeah. All right. You're raise here. Raise the roof. You need to get up here. All right. All right. I mean, that's regular season Rudo. Postseason Rudo. <laughs> exactly. All right. And Jive Hive can take care of that for you. You can sit at home. You don't even have to get off your couch. You go to jivehive.com to order your weed at their virtual dispensary today. That's J I V E H Y V E.com to order. If you want to schedule it in advance, you can do that. If you know you'll be sitting at home later, you can get your weed delivered then, or you can get the delivered ASAP. You go right into their website, you order what you want. You don't have to deal with going to the dispensary. Heaven forbid you still buy it on a street corner. Stop doing that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stop buying from a guy named Craig with a backpack. Right. <laughs> Get it a Jive Hive instead. It's, it's the way to go, especially this time of year where on any given day, I look out this window and it's snowing like crazy. And I'm like, oh, God, I have to drive in this. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that with Jive Hive. All right. Yeah, somebody has to do it for you with your drugs. Yeah, exactly. You're not at risk. They're at risk. Exactly. <laughs> Put somebody else at risk so you can get high in safety. So visit JiveHive.com today. JiveHive is the shit. Uh, go over there again. J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com today to get your order. They do only deliver to select areas, including Aurora, Greenwood Village, Monument, Fountain, and various areas of El Paso County. If you're not sure, go on their website, type in your address. They will tell you if they deliver to you or not. And if they do, look. It's just so much better. Don't drive. Drive Hive. There you go. Also brought to you by the American Raptors. If you haven't been out to Infinity Park in Glendale, you got to do it. Especially as the weather does start getting warmer. The days do start getting nicer. Dude, it's one of the best spring days in, in Denver. Genuinely. You can't go wrong with American Raptors game. And, and even if you're not going for the Raptors, just go check out Infinity Park. It's just an awesome venue to spend the day at. They have like an arcade just built into the stadium. It'd be cool if they had some Raptors too, not just a Raptors. Actual game. Raptors, yeah. that'd be 
Whoa, <laughs> that'd be a tough one for me. Uh, but if you are into rugby or you want to get into rugby, American Raptors is a great way to get into it. They've joined the Columbia Rugby Federation, taking on international, intercontinental even competition, featuring six teams from South America. The Raptors, the only team from North America, so the whole country kind of get behind them in this league. Easy way to go with like it. The whole continent. I, North- I guess North America and South yeah. America, different continents, That's fair. Right. Canada can jump on board. Let's go. Yeah, we could finally have Canadians on our side for once. Occasionally, it does happen. You can I get, don't know what they bring to the table. but The best part is you get free tickets to all of their home <laughs> games. It literally costs you nothing to go see the American Raptors. I, AJ, you'd fit right in in Minnesota. <laughs> I, don't say that. I, but don't say that. I'm, I'm, oh, man. I'm oh, sure... Geez. You two can relate to this as as people that have kind of been in the jockey sphere. If it, if a sport is on television, you just start watching it, right? Like it doesn't even matter what sport it is. Oh, absolutely, yes, right. So it is unfathomable to me to when people say no to that. Right. It's so that's exactly what the American Raptors is about. You can go do that in real life for zero dollars. Yeah. If you're if you actually know rugby and like it, also highly recommend because they're a pretty good team, as it turns out. And the facility's dope. Yeah, absolutely. If you're into it, you can stay up to date with all the news. Follow the DNVR Rugby account on Twitter. Uh, look, Colton is amazing at his job. Mm. Genuinely cannot recommend the guy enough. He does fantastic interviews. If you're new, he does one-on-one pods that'll teach you all the rules. Deserves all the love of the world for getting people into rugby because he's just great at what he does. So do it. Get on it. Uh, go over to AmericanRaptors.com to check out, grab your tickets for free. And if you can't make it to the game, they stream all of their games on their website as well. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Thank you for getting us 200 likes. We trusted you. You guys got the job done in chat. We appreciate you all for doing that. Uh, this is a great question from Ben. Uh when does Landis Gog's contract start looking really bad for the Avs? It's two years in, but he's only played 51 regular season games on it. Can I take this one? Go off. Never. They want to stay in the cup, cup with them. Cup is, is right cup. There. Yeah. Year one, you got you accomplished yeah. the goal in year one. You don't give a shit what happens. The rest of that crew, obviously, you would love to have him healthy. You would love to have him good for the next, for the final six seasons of that. For him to age like a fine wine, go into maybe a Hall of Fame conversation. If he's a productive captain of a couple more Stanley Cup champions, so that's you know maybe you know he's 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 already accomplished everything that he needed to accomplish to have his jersey retired in Ball Arena. He will be the last Colorado Avalanche to ever wear ninety two. You will never ever ever feel bad about that contract for one single day because you got exactly what you wanted the moment you signed it. Now, yeah. So if it does go a certain way. Feels bad, man. But you know what? It does not matter. There is a there is a proper amount of perspective that has to be that has to be kept uh, with the reality of it. When you sign any of those deals, Nathan McKinnon could have a devastating knee injury at age thirty, and his and his, knows, yeah. and his his career could age poorly as well. It does not matter. Yeah. Won so, the Stanley Cup there. I agree with that, but I would even say before you're going down that path. Let's see what happens in these playoffs. Does Landy come back? Is he an effective hockey player in those playoffs? Let's see what happens next year. Is Landy healthy for that year? No. If he if he if he never plays for them again, 
Doesn't matter. To I me. hear you, but understanding where they're at with the contract still does matter. Yeah, and if, look, if he doesn't, if he never plays for you again, then you just have an LTIR. He eventually gets traded to Arizona, <laughs> and true, you know that's the and then that money is off. You know, not your responsibility anymore. Sure. And he shows up at one of their alumni games with Pavel Datsuk and Chris Pronger and but e- all those other guys. Like, even if it's something you're concerned about, it's just not something I would really cons- be concerned with unless he shows up for these playoffs and looks terrible or if he's not healthy for the start of next season. That's when I'd start seriously going, okay, maybe the Avs have a problem here. Yeah, and that might be a big concern. You know, that that, that it's certainly possible that we're headed there. You know, knee injuries and guys who are over 30 are yep. not historically the best of pals. For sure. Um so it could it could end up being something that that turns into a situation like that, and it would still not be a bad outcome right. for that the, contract. The, you still got a Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah. just just and that's that's the thing. Like, there is a certain second you know certain way that that contract ends that makes you feel bad, uh, but it's mostly for the person and never for the team and yep. never because yep uh, you never he never got a chance to accomplish what he wanted. If 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 the last meaningful moment of his. Uh, of his NHL career was lifting the Stanley Cup last year. Great that really go that out. really sucks. It really sucks because you know he will have gone through hell to try and come back and have, just not have it work. He wouldn't be the first guy to have that happen. It would really it would really be a huge huge letdown, and we would get robbed of uh, of getting to say goodbye to him uh, on way better terms. The way you'd like it, but to it go, still man. would have been worth. And he still ninety two still goes into the rafters with the C on its chest. Agree. Nothing, in my opinion, yep. you can't will stop ever, that. ever, ever change that reality. If he gets more, as Chad has already mentioned, you're starting to talk about a Hall of Fame argument for yep. him. Yep. Um, getting back to tonight's game, the guy on the ice who's really, 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 really good, probably on a Hall of Fame path. It took him two games to warm up from the injury, but yeah. Kale McCarr. You started to see it a little bit in the Seattle he, game. It was yeah. coming. It didn't get fully there. Tonight, he's king of the game by a mile and a half. Oh, beautiful. The double king. Uh, 13, sh- 13 saves gets you a tiny crown, I guess. It gets the job done. But but Kale McCarr, not just the production, but particularly on the lucky goal at the end where he's like, I'm, I'm just going to own everyone on the ice right mm-hmm. now. I've decided I'm better than all of you. Goal was big. He needed that, and they do rely on him. Um, you know, we talked about pregame. You know, when you look at successful Avalanche wins, your defense produces, you know, five points. They you got know, six points like tonight, I I'm think. I'm not sure. Honestly, I haven't looked at the box I know score. Tays had two assists. I don't there Well, might be I know more. Sam Gerrard had one on. So you're up to seven then. already. Uh, and Kale McCarr had a four-point game. Kale McCarr has a four-point game. He should never lose. Can you also talk about the point? I think it was in the third period where he's going all out defense on the Ooh, power. Good play. point. Good point. Yeah. Like he didn't have to go diving for a puck to get it out of the zone to clear the zone on that. He was going all out on the defensive side of the puck too. After he's had a stellar night, winners win. You know that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> like that's what you want to see. You this ever want to development you want to see from this team? Confidence is a feedback. Loop. Yep, exactly. When he starts feeling <laughs> yeah. it, and he's like. When Kale McCarr starts to feel like he's the best player in the world, he is. He becomes the best yeah. player in the world. It turns into a self-fulfilling prophecy because he is the kind of guy that is just talented enough to be like, oh, well, when I'm taking over a game, I'm taking over a game in a way that one man on earth can do. An interesting comparison tonight. Kale McCarr gets a stick in the face, gets up, keeps playing. Eric Carlson gets a stick in the face, ends up throwing his helmet over the boards and getting what? misconduct. Oh, okay. Wow. 
Kill Makar <laughs> is not bleeding from the mouth after his stick tap. And I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying EK he wasn't never, justified, but yeah, he would never give his blood away for that. Is for donation. <laughs> <laughs> the same way he like waved off a penalty, he'd wave off his own blood. He'd be like, "No, exactly. no get out of here. Get back, get back his in own there. blood." <laughs> he he just does. He gives himself stitches through sheer willpower. <laughs> <laughs> just heals himself. Yeah, he just grunts really hard and he stitches himself up. No blood wasted. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that comes from his dad being a sports psychologist. So confirmed. Yeah. Where there's a will, there's self-healing stitches. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, it, beyond that, it, it, the positive feedback loop is on fire. Val Nachushkin had a four-point night as well tonight. You had multiple other players with multi-point nights. I mean. It's hard not to think the Av should come out of this feeling like the vibe biggest. Tribe. Yeah, vibe tribe. Great. Great way to put it. Yeah. Uh, we do have a handful of super chats to get to here. It looks like two dollars from Kevin, who says easy win but much needed touchdown. Avs. One true. One touchdown closer to the number of toilets in Russell Wilson's house. A great meme. <laughs> Be excited to see how long it takes next year. The <laughs> best part about that meme was like the guy was doing it jokingly because yeah, he it was at funny, first. and then it turned out into this like nightmare season for him. Well, and that was the same. That's the same guy who used to do all the music ones, where he'd be like, "Oh, I'm 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 listening to, uh, I'm listening to all the songs by this artist until they say their own name." <laughs> so the song starts, and then you know, Jason Derulo was the one that mm-hmm. always made me laugh. Okay, you made it six it's, seconds, yeah. yeah. And so it's like the first thing he says, and then he just stops in the video, ends. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh, this is a good bit." And yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kevin. Uh, $20 from the incredible Drew, who keeps giving us too many dollars. Uh, McCarr saw Hughes was fastest D-man to 200 assists, 263 games, and said, I want that record, too. He needs 32 in 35. It'd be pretty funny if he was like, Quinn Hughes gets nothing I in my career. <laughs> Beats him by one game. No Calder, no Norris, no Con Smythe. <laughs> Quinn Hughes gets nothing. <laughs> I would, I, I would love if, like, the Kale McCarr was, like, like respects Adam Fox all day, right? He's like, Adam Fox is great. Love that guy. <laughs> Quinn Hughes gets nothing. <laughs> and I took that personally. <laughs> $5 from Derek, who says, With playing as well as he has, has Dennis Mulligan started to enter the discussion of staying in the lineup once the Ford group is healthy? We kind of already covered that. Yeah. yeah. Got into that conversation. For the moment, if Darren Helm gets healthy, I really do think that's the spot. I mean, you're just playing the hot hand if you're the coaches there. For sure. I'm not, but yeah. Uh, what? What? I'm not. I'm playing Darren Helm. <laughs> I think. I think. Just me personally. I think Jared Bednar is probably playing Darren Helm too. Yeah. For the I mean, record. I guess I can't get Stanley Cup Final Darren Helm out of my brain. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, yeah, that's true. What a physical <laughs> monster he turned into. No boy, has he ever paid the price for it? Uh, but if he can do that again during a postseason run, my God, I want Darren Helm in my lineup. Uh, and then two dollars from Degro, who says, "What a game! Thank you all." I assume that's what you went with at the end there. Yeah. There's an extra L. There's no space. There's a couple couple of things. We going can give on that there. extra L to the Sharks. Ayo. They can take it on the way out. Easy life. Hooked up. And then we have a late one coming in here from Paper Dolls. 
Uh, $5 saying, just kind of needed this one. Honestly, great game. Great yeah. vibes. Great yep. way to put it. Just, yep. Everybody feels good again. You're back You're back on the high side of things. Um, you know, winning <laughs> Winning is just a lot easier. Yep. yep. Losing should make you miserable. So this was a proper response to that. There you go. I'm good to leave it there. We're going to get out of here for tonight. We will be live tomorrow for an off day show. And of course, covering the whole rest of the week for you. So be sure to keep it here. Subscribe to the DNVR YouTube channel. If you like what we're doing, do have a little, a uh, little, little small sum on Miko coming out tomorrow. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Also keep your eyes peeled for me. Not wearing clothes on Twitter. I don't know. Uh, I'm not being on Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> Same. We love you. Uh, we have an off day pod tomorrow, don't we? Yeah. Gross. We love you. We'll talk to you <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs>